Everybody wants to earn more in their money, whether getting a higher interest rate than the current bank rates or hitting a home run on an investment. The higher the return, the more appealing it is. However, at some point, the risk becomes too much. In this show, we will discuss some cases where people chase that higher return and wound up getting hurt in the end. This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore. And Tony, we're going to be talking about getting higher interest rates. Getting that higher interest rate. You know what I'm talking about. Shopping around, getting better and better rates. Yep. Which is pretty hard to do right now, isn't it? <laughs> On your money? Yeah. I mean, are you going to go to a, a checking account, a savings account, or a CD to get that 0.02% interest? It's funny you say that because that's where I want to start. People getting really low rates at banks, but it's not yep. surprising. It's not If news. your money's we in the bank, it. typically it's bad, right? Well, a lot of times you don't have to pay, but a lot of times you do actually have to pay to open a checking account. It's crazy. Whatever happened to the toaster? Yeah. Used to be, uh, I remember a town in, was, was it Michigan? Yeah, there was a bank in Michigan that if you opened a checking account, they gave you a free rifle. Nice. You were giving nice. out guns. <laughs> Hunt, you, are you hunting for a higher interest rate? Come on down. But um, bump. Look at you with the marketing tagline. Well, I want to talk about a company called Beam Financial. Have you heard of them? B E A M. Yep. They um, they are in trouble right now. Uh oh. So, for those listeners that hadn't heard about, now I hadn't heard about it. I just. I heard about it, but I never really thought much about it until I read the CNBC article from October. Yeah, I, I think that's where I heard of them. I, I saw that. I think I saw that article. Yeah. So well. this company called Beam Financial launched a mobile savings app last year. So that would be 2019. And the goal was they were going to have the highest interest rates available. And it was targeting millennials. So the younger people that kind of like to bank online yep. using an app, right? So now we fast forward a year and customers are trying to withdraw their money and they're saying they are facing, quote, indefinite waits to get their money out. I'm not laughing. I'm just, you know, oh, it's so frustrating. Anyway, um, so the idea was they were going to empower everyday investors and they were going to get them a higher interest rates than at the bank. And now they're faltering. Yeah. So um, I read about this in the... Um, in, in the uh, CNBC article, and it, it's pretty, it's pretty damning. It's um, bottom line is they people started seeing these ads on social media, Facebook and whatnot for this high interest rate, and the the ads were saying earn as much as seven percent interest on your savings account, right? So, <laughs> you know, when the yeah. what is the current savings rate at the banks? Less than one percent for sure. Less than one percent typically. So, so to get seven percent. Or to get 2% from a bank, you're like, whoa. Yeah, if I saw 2% right now, I'd be pretty excited. Right. 
So it was all mobile. They they limited the number you can the deposit amount to fifteen thousand, and you got a higher interest rate if you invited friends and family. Mm-hmm. So if you every person you invited, you get like a step up in interest. So that's how you'd get your seven percent or something like that. So anyway, people did it. And a lot of people started doing it and they interview these people in this article and they talk about how they felt great. They, you know, they saw that a lot of people were doing it and they put their 15,000 in, they wanted to put more and the minimum account percentage was 1.7. So they're like, how can you go wrong? You know, right. if I, if I get some more people to do it and I'm going to get a higher, but worst case scenario, 1.7, where do I sign? Can I put more than 15,000? You know? Um, and so, but what's happened? Um, a lot of people did it. Yep. And now when they're get, trying to get their money recently in the fall of 2020, they're getting re- no response from the company or yeah. the company <laughs> saying, um, due to COVID, we're struggling to, to get, you know, get things processed. And then people started getting scared. Obviously they freaked out. They yep. started calling the Better Business Bureau, yep. the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the FDIC. Now, people didn't realize the FDIC insures bank accounts. So, you know, their deposits were supposedly insured by the FDIC, but that's only if this company was a bank, which it's not. Nope. It's an app. <laughs> it's just a company right. with an app. And there were there were some others, too. I think One Docs and Bill's Dashboard were two other apps. Uh, there were like three or four of these apps that popped up. Bean, I think, was the main one. And uh, other people thought, oh, look at they're they're getting people. Uh, and then the, now they're all struggling or broke. That's they're it. Not, they weren't able to turn a profit. Well, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> right. How can they pay interest on money when there's it's above the interest rates. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't, does it? And, you know, people are putting money in and, and, and the people that they interview, it's kind of heartbreaking. You know, they got 5,000 bucks. They're going to save it for their kid's college fund. And, you know, they're checking it and all of a sudden they can't access it. And it's like, what? And then they call up and say, I want my money. And they like, don't get a response. And then they find out it's not in a bank. They should have known that to begin with, but you know, yeah. It's not FDIC insured, so instead of worrying about getting interest, you're just sending your money to some app. It's like right. <laughs> so instead of worrying about getting interest, now they're just worrying about getting their money back. It's kind of terrible. I mean, it's like right? opening Candy Crush and just saying, "I'm going to send Candy Crush fifteen thousand dollars through their app." It's right, like, but they're giving they're giving <laughs> twice as much as the bank, Tony. Well, uh-huh. and I've heard another thing. I've heard Dan. And I, maybe we can research this for another show. Maybe you know. I don't know, but. Uh, you know, I've been reading, oh, you know what, if you're not making any, uh, if your yield on your checking and savings accounts, the money you have in your bank isn't any good, online banks are offering better rates. So, And I don't know, now that's that might be different than the these online apps. They might actually be banks, but I heard there's a lot of online only, quote unquote, banks that are giving you deals. If you put your money, you get a higher interest rate. Which scares me because if regular brick and mortar banks that have been around for over a hundred years uh, can't give you a better interest rate, how can some startup online company give you a better interest? Rate? That scares you. Surprise, surprise! Is the guy that still listens to record players? Do you use a phonograph uh, yeah, too? I do use. It. <laughs> uh, I have one that you have to crank to hear. Yeah, it plays the old seventy eights. Yeah. I like to sing uh, in the winter and the spring, uh, you know, you, you, 
<laughs> don't ever do that on the show again. <laughs> yeah, you're scared of the internet banks because you're like, oh, scared. But the internet banks, they offer a higher rate because they are a bank. You have to make sure they're a bank, first of all, FDIC insured. And they offer it because they don't have these branches, so they don't have all this overhead. Right. So they, they can, don't have they overhead can, and, and as much marketing. They just put out right. an ad on Facebook or something. And but they're not spent they're not giving you seven percent. You know, instead of giving you 0.5, they might give you one, which is yeah. double or but 1. it's still 5. not. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's so when you start getting these r crazy rates, that's when things start. You should be starting to really think twice. If it's I too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. It, what's the catch? You know, you know, so bottom line, watch these huge high interest rates that supposed banks are offering if it's outrageous you know there's a problem right and yeah, there's yeah. a gimmick seven percent <laughs> you know i see a lot of ads in the paper for high cd rates they'll say six month cd at four percent and i get caught i really get that's calls really a lot. good of course i want it but i looked into it and i've gone through the process so i know what the deal is bottom line is it's a bait and switch mm. they come you go in there and they say we'll give you four percent on the six month cd and you say oh great here's here's a million dollars right and they'll say no the limit is you know a thousand and you're like what <laughs> yeah. i can only put a thousand bucks in i have twenty five thousand. yeah but we have something else you might be interested in and so they deflect and what they do is they actually buy a cd from an internet bank and then which is not paying 4%, and then they just put money in to make up the difference as a marketing tool to get you in the door to sell you something else. Mm -hmm. So be wary of that. So, But speaking of being wary of that, uh, I think that another thing that's happened, and this just came out in um, this summer of 2020 in The Villages. Um, here's the headline from The Villages News. Villager invested... All right, so Villager is someone that lives in the Villages. It's kind of cool, right? It's capital V. Uh, villager well, investor. Whatever, man. <laughs> you, you haven't been there. Don't even talk about it. I love the villages. Oh, I know about the villages. It's cool. I mean, I, I prefer Margaritaville. Uh, the Yeah, you could get several of those there. Yeah. So <laughs> so um, villager invested more than 500000 after dinner with SEC probe target. So there was this guy... And you can read all about it, but he was he was raising money for a company called Par Funding, like golf, P-A-R, Par. Um, and basically, he said he was make he was the owners of Par Funding were making opportunistic loans to small businesses uh, across America with interest rates as high as four hundred percent, four hundred percent interest. So people like here, give us give, the guys like give us money. We're gonna give loan it out, and we're gonna make huge interest and. Uh, you got a like promissory a Ponzi note. Scam. Eh, exactly. So that's still under investigation. Yeah, I'm sure um, it is. <laughs> but, you know, when you go into some place and someone's talking about a product or some sort of deal and they start saying, "Hey, we can get we charge 400% interest on these people." Red flags got to go off. You got they they have to go off on this. Um, it reminds me, like you just said, a Ponzi scheme. I, there was a Ponzi scheme in the villages uh, back in, I think it was 2019. Yeah, when they found it. But it was during the 2014 to 2017, this, this woman 
Uh, she was 73 years old, so she was a villager. She was in the in the mix with them, and she was um, she was offering eight percent interest to investors. So eight percent interest, and it was through securities that she had. You know, twenty five thousand dollar limit. You know, mm-hmm. advertising on commercial internet. You know, um, and basically saying we're offering promissory notes or loans to for, that are going to give you five to eight percent interest. And what we're doing is we're investing in in commercial mortgages. We're investing in properties. The problem was, and where the SEC got them, is that they were saying this is a simple, safe, secure opportunity for individuals, which is what the villagers who are typically retired love. Give me something safe. Yeah, they and want they said, safety. And that's why yeah. they look at things like fixed index annuities where the principal's protected, right? Right, or CD, a fixed yeah, rate annuity. Yeah, or a annuity, CD, right? yeah, where the principal's... Right. But guaranteed. The, but those aren't going to give you 8%. No. Right? And and so so this th- this was called Woodbridge. You might remember it from years ago. Woodbridge, they said they told investors we we're going to we're going to invest and we're going to get 11 to 15% interest and then we're going to give you 8 of it. You know? And uh, we have sure. we have sure. uh, we have these loans with these these yeah, properties. Yep. And it, what is a you know, they didn't have it. They didn't have it, so they they sued this woman. She, I think they they um, settled for like a billion dollars or something like that out of Miami. And this woman in the villages was sued. She had to give back. She was the highest salesperson for the company. She had to give back a million dollars worth of sales uh, commissions or whatever she made. Bottom line is, you know, when you're looking at these things, when you're looking at interest and you start chasing interest. It used to be you flip CDs, right? You, you you ladder them and you, all right, I got a CD coming due. Let me see what's next and what's next. But the problem is CD rates are going down. So you're getting upset. All right, I got 3% on that CD, but now if I go to reinvest it, I got to go five years out and I'm only going to get 2%. That's not acceptable, right? A lot of people realize that's not good. So what do they do? They see this pitch. Oh, I can get 8%. Oh, wow. Tony did it. He he got 8% for six yeah. months. It's a Ponzi scheme or it's super risky, but they're not going to talk about it like that because I know that doesn't sell. I could sell it all day. We did a show last week about the election and how the best, you know, the average return when, when we have a mixed uh, Democrat, Republican uh, Congress, Senate and presidency, 13.8%. Hey, I can get you 13.8% with significant risk. Right. I'm, I, you know, no one's going to they're going to say 13.8 percent. That sounds crazy. Yeah, it is. It's the stock market. Right. But you you take some and you lose some. But if I'm telling you 8 percent guaranteed, man, that sounds so appealing. Oh, a safe 8 percent. Get out of here. There's no such thing, Tony. And and so you have to you have to know the risk versus the reward. If you're going to play it safe, which a lot of people want to do, you're not going to hit home runs. You're not going to get a CD rate more than 2%. You're not going to find a fixed annuity that's giving you more than 3% interest. It's just not going to happen. Even if you go 10 years out on a fixed annuity, which are paying a lot more than CDs, you're going to be at around 3% for 10 years. Who's doing that? I don't recommend it. You know. So, But if someone says 5 8%, what are they doing? What are they pitching? That's what I want to know. Right. Yeah, you got to be careful. And uh, it's so funny that I didn't realize how many different things like that were out there that 
were, you know, I, I thought that it was so regulated and, and the laws were such that you couldn't just do an ad saying, hey, make 7%. Well, that's just it. They are regulated and these were unregulated securities, unregistered. Mm-hmm. So the SEC doesn't know about them until people start buying and losing and complaining. Then the SEC looks in and says, well, these are not registered. They, they can't do this. Then they shut it down. And by then, all the money spent on boats and yeah. cars and whatever else they, these schemers spend it on. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's good sad. people and, get and, caught and, up and, on it. Yeah, well, and it really makes me angry. that It's one thing when you hear about a Ponzi scheme that took in all these, you know, millionaires or Wall Street guys invested with, you know, Bernie Madoff or something. But it's another thing when you hear about the villages, because then you're taking advantage of seniors who need, yeah. who, who, you know, are on fixed income or they need every penny. They're counting every penny and they need interest and they need safety. And what they're getting the opposite, it's a huge risk. And then they, their money's gone. So yeah, right. uh, that is, that is very frustrating. I think, you know, and I've said this on the show before, the two areas, the two groups of people that I think that are constantly mistreated that we don't do enough about are seniors and our veterans. And and I think that they get taken advantage of and I don't think they get taken care of like they should. And I love the villages. I love that concept. And now you have new fun uh, groups for senior living and assisted living like Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett's uh, thing and Disney does a thing, you know, it's all great. Uh, but it's just a hotbed for scammers and it's just, it, that's frustrating. Well, they know just what to say. They know they want safety. They want guarantees. They want security. They want, but they also are tired of getting nothing at the banks. So they're getting desperate. And my guidance is don't get desperate. You know, st- yeah, you got, if you go, if you want higher returns, you have to take on risk. And so if you're going to take on risk, take on a calculated risk. Don't take on this unknown risk. Like there's a reasonable chance that people that invest in these types of things may never see a dime of their money, yeah. let alone the 8% return they were told they were going to get. They may not get any of their money back. It's, yeah. it's heartbreaking. If you want safety, if you want something that is guaranteed, stick with those things that are backed by the government. Stick with things that are backed by an insurance company, a real one, not yeah. Tony Shore uh, Insurance. No, dot com, right? <laughs> go, no, go you to want a, a company that's been around a hundred years, uh, right? You know. Or that's at least regulated and known by the state. Right? And you can like, even look up ratings. I mean, Standard and Poor's and stuff. They ha- they have you find an A rated company that's been around forever, and they they the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company will guarantee it, or in the case of a bank or other things, maybe the FDIC, the government. So, right. and I know that's what you help your clients do and, and really help manage their money. So not everything's at risk, but if they want growth, they'll take on managed risk, like you say, uh, but not where they're going to lose everything because, you know, of fraud, right? That's right. That's it. Misleading, you know, mis- and, and you're right. Seniors get preyed on. And yeah, like I said, if you're going to want safety, stick with the institutions that are regulated by the government that are mm-hmm. known entities. And if you're dealing with someone and willing to take risk, that doesn't mean you have to go blindly. You could look the person up too. that would be my first thing I recommend to people. If you're going to work with an investment advisor or a financial advisor or someone that calls themselves a financial advisor, you can actually look them up. 
you know, FINRA's got a site, the SEC's got a site. You could do a broker check. You could do an investment advisor search. You type in their name, get their business card, ask them for their name, type in their name, and it'll give you their history. It'll give you where they've worked for the past 30 years, what their, whether or not they've passed exams, whether or not they have any complaints against them by other people. Dan Wendell. D-A-N and Wendell. W-E-N-D-O-L. Exactly. It used to be Wendelowski. But my dad, yes, you didn't know that. (laughs) My dad's name was Wendelowski. Oh boy, we're Polish. We're Polish. Oh yeah, came over on and through Ellis Island. But But, listeners, don't don't judge based on that. Dan's a great guy. Oh, Tony, I am. (laughs) Thank you. But no, you you. What listeners should do is look me up, Daniel Wendell. Type it in the investment advisor search, and you could see all the complaints against me. Spoiler alert: there aren't any. But you could do this for anyone. It doesn't matter if you're in, 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 you know, Montana and someone is pitching you over the phone, you type in their name and you get an insight. Wait as a to minute, what wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's back up. You said if you, they punch in your name, there aren't any complaints against you. Uh, but what about, I, what about my complaint about your singing? I know I put a complaint in there about your singing. Yeah, but you had to file that with the. Oh, I didn't file camera. it. Sure. Yeah. That was yeah. just on our show. Okay. Yeah, or I'd have a long <laughs> list of complaints from you, Mr. Complainer. No, I don't uh, complain. So, I don't complain unless you start singing during the show. I won't. I'm not going to do it now. I'm pretty <laughs> tail between the legs. After oh, the come one. on. You know I'm kidding. Well, I think this is a great topic. You know, buyer beware if it sounds too good to be true. And maybe, you know, bring it into a trusted financial professional. You know, our listeners out there, if they hear something or are interested in some financial product or investment, they can set up a complimentary consultation with you and you can take a look at it for them and explain, okay, here's what this really is. And here's what you might want to do instead and just give them their options. And there's no cost or obligation to that, right? That's right. That's a good point, Tony. I get my clients come to me and say, hey, I saw this. What do you think? And I'll say, yeah, go for it. I think it's a pretty good. Or I'll say, here's the scam and here's how it is a scam. Thanks for letting me know. I'll alert the SEC. So, right. you know, that's what you do. You you don't just don't take anybody on blind faith, especially when you're dealing with money. You know, it's, it's hard enough to make money. Don't throw it away through a scam or through some, or don't invest in something you're not familiar with. Look it up, do some research, ask around, find an advisor that, you know, look them up and then ask them about it and get the real deal. That's my main advice to it. And, you know, and also Tony, if you want to get a higher return, you're going to have to take, take risk. You can't have your cake and eat it too. It just doesn't mm-hmm. exist in yep. this environment. Our economy, our our interest rates, the Federal Reserve, we're in a situation now where if you want a good return, a decent return that you're used to, you're just not going to get it without some sort of risk. Right. Right. That's a good point. Well, we're out of time for today's show, Dan. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation? Yeah, if you have a, any sort of product or, or, or some sort of um, investment idea that you want to know about, send me an email. You go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com, connect with me that way, or just give me a call, 888-508-5935. Thanks for a great show, Tony, and uh, I hope you're doing well and, and he- healing, licking your wounds after our last show about the election. I know you're a little <laughs> unconcerned, but time has passed. Time heals all, right? Right. All right. Thanks, Dan. 
The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.